0: Hey guys, thanks for joining me for episode 2 of the Harping On podcast. I'm Harper Sercombe, and this week I'm lucky enough to be joined by the 202cm ruckman Liam Padadsky. Liam played his junior footy at both Aberfeldy and Greenvale in the ADFL. He has also played for Calder Cannons in the NAB League, the Northern Bullants in the VFL and has also played for Vic Metro. Today we have a chat about what it's like to be a ruckman, transitioning between different levels of footy, playing against AFL players and much more. So let's get started. Yeah, mate. Um, thanks for joining me. Really appreciate it. Nice. Um, so I guess I just wanted to um, start a bit today with uh, just going through like chronological um, order in terms of like your footy career to date. Um, so starting with juniors, so you started at uh, Greenvale, then moved to abbots and then back to Greenvale, did you? Know? Yeah, so
1: started off in under 10s, played a couple of years there and then sort of gave up footy, started playing basketball a bit um the sort of missed footy after a couple of years so come back and by that time my brother went to others so i just for ease i just moved there um and then just didn't really i don't know just i played there a couple of years and then once again didn't really like footy for a number of reasons and then gave it up for a year and then come back again and I enjoyed it again, I guess.
0: Yeah, awesome. Yeah, so were there any big things that like, changed for you to enjoy it again or did anything much it, change?
1: Not really. I was like, never really great at footy, I guess, as a kid. I just played it for playing with mates and staying fit, I guess. Um, but, I don't know. I think I started playing well when I moved back to Greenvale, so it's always nice when you play well, so yeah of course and got eventually got to colder after the uh, my first year back at Greenville I think and then from there I took it a lot more seriously and yeah
0: here I am yeah um and then with that is that did that become maybe when did when would you have a growth spurt first because obviously you're a you're a big dude um when did that
1: happen? <laughs> um I, I was always sort of taller than everyone I guess like not I was never—I was wasn't two meters at fourteen years old, but I was always sort of just above everyone height-wise. So, I guess as a kid, I was a little bit dopey. Like, it took a while to go into my body, and that sort of just stayed on that path for a while, being dopey. So, and then I think sixteen, seventeen, I sort of started growing into my body a bit more, and yeah, it's it's been good.
0: Yeah, and then so since you came back to footy, did you go straight into the into the ruck, or did you have you always been a ruckman?
1: Yeah, so I've always been ruckman. Obviously, due to my height, like tallest kid as juniors, usually the ruckman. So I've always loved ruck. Like it's been my favourite position by far. Um, I feel like it's a position you either love or hate. Like if you're not a ruckman, you just despise it. But if you like, you like if you like being a ruck, you love it. So I've always been ruck. I've always found I've been pretty good in the ruck like tap work has always just come naturally to me um
0: but yeah yeah i was gonna say that as well because it's such a unique position like most players on the ground if you've played footy for a while you've played everywhere except for the ruck yeah it's a unique position that only a few get to play so it's pretty cool in that respect yeah um and then you said you've always been a ruckman have you ever wanted to go into a key position like use a bit of um, athleticism and try key forward, key back, something like that? Um,
1: oh, as a kid, just I've always just really wanted to play ruck as much as possible because I've enjoyed it. But um, I guess since coming to colder I've realised that you need to have a few strings to your bow. Like you can't just be a ruckman or just be a forward. Like You've got to be able to do something else. So I've, always, I've been pushing to play a bit more forward where I can. Um, like just so show recruiters like I can play forward, take a couple of marks, keep some goals. So yeah, just versatility in my game.
0: Yeah. Um. And before you mentioned your brother was it Abbas? Your brother Mitch is that yeah. that's right? Yeah. Yeah. He um was pretty close to being drafted. Now plays for Coburg, if I'm right. Yeah. Um. How much was he an influence in getting back to footy and playing some good footy?
1: Um. Yeah. Pretty big. I guess that. So, when I gave up footy under 15s or 16s or whatever it was and moved back to Greenvale, he was – I think he was at Calder. Um, that might have been his top AGI and Like, he was playing pretty good footy, seeing him, like, doing well, making Metro, Combine, all that stuff. Um, sort of gave me an you know, idea. Like, seeing him do that, I was like, yeah, that's, like, pretty cool. I sort of want to get there myself. Um, so – so like I didn't realistically I, at that age, not playing footy, I didn't think it would happen, like very long shot. Um, yeah, but seeing him do well and like almost getting there twice, like pretty stiff not to get there. Yeah, um, yeah, sort of pushed me back to playing footy, I guess.
0: Yeah, and then you said you played just that first year at, back at Greenville, and then you were into the the NAB League um, yeah. playing colder. I just want to know what your insight is in um how big of a transition that is playing junior edfl footy um yep. to switching into the nabbley
1: um so i was playing 17 div 2 at Greenvale bottom age so like the standard wasn't like it wasn't great but for me at that point it was above my skill. Well, like it, it was difficult for me at that stage like you play one level of footy and it's like you just crack it and then you go to the next stage of footy like you go from 17s to 19s, and that's a big step. And you go play resis, that's a big step. And like going to Colder, like professionalism there was a massive jump. Like training, training like increased. Like having to do like work outside of footy, like usually for local. Well, at that point, you're just rocking up, trying to go home, rock up on the weekend and play. But you sort of, I'd never done a pre season prior to going to Colder, really. So, um it's a lot of work outside
0: of just being at the club I guess yeah and then that obviously all that work and stuff would have had a massive impact um last year when you couldn't really do anything the whole season got scrapped I talked to Pye about a bit about this last week how much did that affect your footy having that whole year off oh that yeah that was huge like
1: that year was like for most people it wasn't greatest and overall the situation wasn't ideal but it was huge for my footy because that year before my bottom my first year at Calder broke my hand did my right ankle broke my left ankle like it was shocky and my body was all over the place so having that year just to get my body right like run gym because I had a home gym, um set up like for gym so um get my body right just smashing through that getting consistent and just like building my aerobic base, I guess, was huge for coming into this year because like 2020 I probably wouldn't be probably wouldn't have been the first rocket colder. Like there was a few other boys that were probably ahead of me at that point. Um but having that like that whole
0: year off coming into this year was um, yeah helped me heaps. Yeah, okay. That's um that's really interesting because a lot of people I reckon would have it would have um hindered them a lot more than it helped them. Yeah. No. Um. So that's yeah. It's really interesting. And then you've still missed plenty of games this year. But the yeah. game I did want to touch on was the game down in Tassie. Yeah. We um, had a blinder. Um. Blinder. Twenty-one touches. A goal. Forty hit outs. And also just that whole experience going down, getting on a plane, heading down to Tassie would have been uh, pretty cool as well. I imagine. Yeah.
1: That was that was the first time I'd really travelled for footy like far distance. Um. Yeah. I was. Yeah. I was shocked seeing that those stats after the game. It helped Seth Robinson, our other ruckman that day. He broke his hand in the second quarter. So after that, I played every minute in the ruck. So that gave me an opportunity to get more stats, I guess. But um, just, yeah, it was a shocking day in terms of weather. It was cold, windy, raining. Um, Flying over that morning, getting up at 4.30 a.m., like not much sleep was... It was, yeah, pretty tough, but, um, yeah, I was happy with the performance there. Got over the line by a point, which was unreal. Yeah, and that was that a fly-in, fly-out, or did you stay the night there? Or No, nah, no. Nah, we So we, well, for me, we I woke up at, like, 4.35, went to the airport. We had to be at the airport by 6.30, ended up being on the plane at 9. So we got there pretty much straight into the rooms, got changed, warmed up, went back in, like... After the game, we were out of there within thirty minutes, straight back to the airport. Flew home, home by eight o'clock. Yeah, I think it was, maybe a bit
0: earlier. It's a big day. It's a huge day. Yeah, um, yeah. And then, were there any other key taking takeaways from that game in terms of how you played and um, the experience you've learnt in the and playing for Coda as a whole, especially, like coming from that game and broader than that? Um,
1: I. Yeah, well, that that game was, like, that was a real grind-out sort of game. Like, we really had to just keep pushing. Like, the last quarter, we were up by a point for the second half of the quarter, and they had the win. So, um, you at that point, you're sort of dropping your head after They keep two quick ones thinking, uh, like, we might be in trouble here. But the fact that we were able to just grind that out and keep going, like, showed the sort of group we had. And then, like, we had a similar game i didn't play but we had a similar game against um falcons not too long ago like close in the last quarter they i think they had the wind and just grinded it out got another win so i guess just never giving up in situations like that
0: because anything can happen yeah yeah it's um it's a huge takeaway and then that would have helped you in your VFL footy for the um for the northern bull Ants as well. And how we talked about that transition between junior ADFL footy to nubly is that another huge jump up playing from under 19s to VFL? Yeah it's
1: like you you don't you don't realize until you get there how much of a step up it is like though like they're all they've all been through like 95% of those boys have all been through colder like nab league they've all done the same like been through the same path so they all they've all taken in the experiences from nab league and like furthered that in the vfl um they're all big grown men like mid-20s late 20s all just they've been playing footy for a while so they know and they're like going up against i played three games i played Played against doggies, Jordan Sweet, played against Geelong, Darcy Fort, and then Werribee, Matthew Loby. So three AFL, Ruckman all been in the system for a while. It was, yeah, it was pretty tough, but yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was gonna ta- I was just about to touch on that as well. I had a look in, especially in the dogs and uh, the Geelong game. You played against Jordan Sweet, Cody Waitman, Jamara, Mitch Wallace, Darcy Fort, Josh Jenkins. These are guys that have made a name for themselves at AFL level. Just experience it. As a whole, would have been surreal. Yeah, unreal. Like, you're, you're sort of going up against these big boys, Ruckman,
1: and like, you're getting beat, and very easy to drop your head and be like, oh, like, that's the point. But um, you, you just, yeah, you just got to reassure yourself that like these boys, they're doing it full time. Like, this is their job. They're, you just got to keep going. Like, the, the expectations weren't. Like, I don't think Josh Fraser, the coach of points, was really expecting me to go in and dominate these boys. Like, it was more just, like, try your best, continue to develop. Like, just give all you got, really. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, and then before the lockdowns with the training, were you training with the, the VFL group a couple of times a week and that um, as well, or?
1: Not. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. I, so, over... Over pre-season, I was at Coburg for a couple of weeks with my brother, training there. There was, was a few other boys, but I was over decky, We were there trying to, which was huge in itself. Like I went back to Calder, feeling like I took away heaps from that. And then um, we, the NAB League went into a, they had like a four or five week period where the girls' season was rounding out, where we didn't play. And um, called a coach at the time. Ross pushed me to go there, like he really pushed me and thought it'd be good for me, which it was. Um, so I was training there. They train Monday, Wednesday, and then have a captain's run before the game. So that jump from two nights a week to three times a week was pretty big as well. But yeah, the level just goes up another step. Like you think it's hard at one place, and you just
0: Go to the next one, it's just as hard, if not harder. Yeah. And you just touched you just um brought up the Coburg um preseason and some of the things you've taken away from that and also playing for the bullet, some of the things you've taken away from that. If you don't mind um sharing, obviously, what uh what were some of those big things? Um, well, especially Coburg,
1: I was doing a lot of work like in the forward line. So Pete McAvoy there, he was just hit like his knowledge of being a forward for so long at VFL level uh, really helped me just like running patterns, presenting and knowing when it's your time to go, when it's your time just to pull back and let the other boys go. That was huge. And then working with Fraze at um, at Bull was obviously AFL Ruckman, pick one. He knows a lot about being a Ruckman. So working with him, just body, um, Stuff like not giving you back and to the other Ruckmen, stand your ground, that sort of stuff was, yeah, in taking back. I feel like my first game back at Calder, I implemented a lot of that stuff and used my body a lot better than I was
0: prior. Yeah, and you said you uh, love playing Ruck and you love the crafts. That would have been just an awesome experience for you. Yeah, 100%. And then in between all that, you've got the VFL, NAB, and um, also Big Metro, um, yeah. part of that squad as well. Uh, what's that like being around the best players from across Metro Victoria? Uh,
1: yeah, I'm, yeah, surreal as well. Like you these boys, the best in the country, like 80% of these boys are gonna get drafted, going to have careers in the AFL. So being around them, seeing like their preparation, their skill, like it's just yeah, it's a different level as well. Like some of the boys there are just ridiculously talented um like everyone there is a good foot like a really good footballer so the the training standard is like that's the highest training standard I've ever like experienced just everyone like barely missing
0: kicks taking marks like yeah unreal yeah and then you've got um well hopefully the championship later this year still goes ahead yeah Um, you'd be super super keen for that going to play it against other states. I think it's meant to be in the Gold Coast, hopefully. Uh, no, nah, they've, so they've scrapped the Gold Coast. I were, oh, yeah, were supposed to be
1: in July. Um, they're supposed to all be in Geelong, I think, late mid to late September. I Yeah, like it's supposed to be, the first game is supposed to be, I think September 15th or something, and then like 23rd and 28th. So
0: it's not looking great now, but fingers crossed it goes ahead. Yeah, hopefully, because that'll be um that'll be huge. So besides uh besides that, say if that doesn't or even if it does go ahead, before the um draft comes up, what what's next for you? What are your um steps you're gonna be taking? Uh from here to draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, so I'm I'm i I'm at the farm right now, at our farm. So we've got a just like home gym set up. So that's been I've just been smashing that, just running, pretty much just preparing for possible time trials and stuff like that at maybe combines um, and just getting as fit as possible, really. Just trying to stay fit, get my body in the right shape for that, I guess.
0: Yeah. Um, and then hopefully, uh, I think the NAB League would probably be finished now anyway because of the, uh, the game. So it doesn't seem like there's going to be heaps of footy left. Do you reckon that's going to be a big impact for you, not having much footy left? Uh, I guess sort of, like... The Metro games would have been
1: like a really good opportunity to show myself to recruiters. Yeah. Um, but the end of the day, like, I've, I feel like I've done, I've exceeded what I thought I was going to do at the start of this year. Um, so, I'm, yeah, I'm happy with the footy I've put out this year. Like, it'd be nice to play more footy and show more. But yeah, I'm, I've been happy with how I've played this year
0: yeah no, I mean that's awesome it's, uh, if you're progressing you're progressing in the right way obviously yeah. um, and then just a quick one before we um, before we wrap it up obviously the finals are starting uh, in the AFL do you have a flag favourite? I'm like, thinking uh, Melbourne yeah. I Melbourne? yeah yeah fair enough yeah well um, thanks heaps for uh, having a chat to me today man I really appreciate it alright thank you Thanks heaps for listening to this episode of the Harping On podcast. I hope you enjoyed. Make sure to go over to the Instagram at harpingon underscore. Give it a follow and leave me some feedback. And also give us a follow on the TikTok as well at harping.on. Thanks heaps. See you next time.